0: Hey guys, we are back with another business tip today. If you are wondering what the heck are these episodes for, you should go back and listen to episode 30 where I shared some updates about the podcast, including these new mini episodes that will be published every Tuesday and should be less than 10 minutes. Today's business topic is providing feedback, and I'll be talking a little bit about a concept called radical candor. Radical candor was created and written about by Kim Scott. I read her book about it probably a year and a half ago, and it definitely shaped the way that I now engage and provide guidance or criticism to peers and how I bring that into conversation with my manager. So when providing constructive feedback or criticism, it's very important that you care personally. So either caring about that individual, about the project or the program that your feedback is going to impact, but there has to be some personal buy-in to make that feedback sincere and very genuine on the receiving end. Along with caring personally, you need to directly challenge, again, the person, project, or program um, that you're speaking about. And what this consists of is just being incredibly descriptive. So don't assume that the person knows what you're talking about. Don't beat around the bush. Don't add fluff. Um, You could say just like, don't be bullshitting the person. Just be very direct with what you have to say. A good example of this and that Kim talks about in um, the book and I, I believe at a few speaking events that um, I have seen is she shares this example of when she was at Google, she gave a presentation and she was using um every three sentences or so. And she leaves the presentation and she's walking with a colleague and the colleague says, you know, Kim, if uh, you would like, I would be happy to, as part of your professional development, hire a speaking coach to work with you so we can improve your presentation skills. And when approached like that, Kim's response was, oh, no, no worries, that's not necessary, Uh, but thank you for offering. So instead, this colleague said directly, Kim, you use the word um every three sentences or so, and it makes you sound less educated than what you truly are. I think a presentation coach could really help in your professional development and furthering your growth at this company and when phrased that way kim responded very differently and said oh like great point i'm very interested so again it's about having providing that direct feedback but having positive intent in that situation that colleague wanted the best for kim wanted her to succeed so was providing that direct feedback even though it may be viewed in a normal setting as a little harsh In my role today, I have plenty of opportunity to practice this. A majority of my time is spent collaborating with others on projects or what we call one-to-many initiatives. And in order for those to be successful, I have to have open communication, feedback, criticism with my peers, and they have to feel open to doing the same with me. I have a couple examples uh, that come to mind right away. I would say, one, I work with one of my coworkers in Europe on one of our programs, and we only have four hours during the day in which our time zones overlap. So there's already a natural need to be very efficient with our time together. And instead of trying to add fluff and saying, you know, I liked this, this, and this, and I would change that and using more of the sandwich technique that a lot of people are used to, we just um, have set the expectation that our time is valuable and let's use these meetings to provide that direct feedback to one another so that we can really make the most of our time. So our meetings are spent outlining what our criticism or point of feedback is and explaining the why behind it. So if you want to see something changed or modified, you need to explain your reasoning and offer up a recommendation of what how you think it could be done differently. So that would be one example, and I would say another is more of um, a single instance of this being practiced. But there was an initiative that we rolled out, and there were some team members that were just frustrated with the decision to move in that direction. So what could have occurred is a lot of behind-the-scenes conversation. Um, Maybe those people go to their manager, and then their manager talks to me, and I talk to my manager to handle the situation, which is a lot of uh, runaround when we could just be speaking directly. So those individuals and I were able to hop on a call and have a very candid conversation of why are you upset over this? Um, you know, what, how does it impact your work today? What can we do to find a happy medium where we can move forward with what's already in action, but find a way to limit the, Im- the negative impact on your end and still move forward with what y- practices you're finding to be successful. So, Radical candor, open, honest feedback, I think can be helpful in various situations. I would also say you have to create an environment in which this is encouraged and welcomed. Um, That's a whole, could be a whole nother topic, but um, there's a, buzzword called a challenge culture. And you have to be able to foster a work environment where this doesn't come across as attacking. So you yourself have to be very open to people's criticism when they're providing it to you. And that allows you to then provide um, criticism back. But it has to be, again, done so with positive intent, because you care personally about whatever project, person, or program is at hand. So that's the tip today. I hope you guys found that helpful and we'll be back next week.